In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right. Baseball isn't boring. Betting isn't boring. There isn't a finer organization that we would rather welcome into our family than FanDuel. Thank you, FanDuel, for being part of this 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 crazy, crazy cause in um, that we've started a while ago and continue to, to power through and everyone's screaming it from the mountaintops. Both baseball isn't boring and betting isn't boring. We're welcoming back uh, before we welcome back today's honoree. Uh, we also should know that our gambling expert, Jonathan Papelbon, is on the way back, too. Uh, welcome back to Pap. But right now, the here and the now, the guys who brand, the guy whose brand has never been hotter is producer Evan, power rankings, walking the streets of New York, just saying, hey, everybody, who agrees with my power rankings? Who disagrees with my power rankings? He can't go to City Field anymore because he's crapped all over the Mets. Um <laughs> <laughs> when did you have them last week? I can't even remember. Yeah, they were unranked. This is the second week. They were week. out. Well, yeah, I mean, they lost two to the Tigers, so I don't. It's hard to it's hard to justify it. I feel like I'm being a fanboy there too much. Did you feel Evan after you did last week's power rankings, which was our first one, our maiden voyage? Did you feel after you did the the power rankings, after you did the podcast, did you feel good about yourself? Did you feel like okay? I kind of feel like. I nailed that one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. And I was I was following it through the week to make sure that one team wouldn't implode. And there was actually a couple that did. So <laughs> that that part stuck a little bit. But well well before we, we get before we get to the top ten, you do to the top ten. Before we get to that, like did yep. this without revealing the top ten, how many I I I'm going through this right now. You actually have some that weren't even I could see off the top, right off the top, at least Two that weren't even in the top ten last week, correct? Yeah, they got three. Uh, three. Yep. Yeah. Three. Ooh. Nice. Nice. You know what that would be? What's your catchphrase, Evan? It's insane. <laughs> so see the the way that you say that, it's so good. It's like the 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 way that it sort of trails off at the end. This is going on t-shirts all th- you're gonna go to City Field and yeah. every other seat's gonna be a baseball isn't boring t-shirt or it, it's insane dash producer evan uh all right all right so that's good that you felt good about last week you did an excellent job and uh we should note that we along with giving the each of the rankings 10 to 1 we'll give the odd the world series odds for these teams so why don't you say the team and then i will give the world series odd and then you can explain your pick go ahead number 10 Number 10, I have the Boston Red Sox. Oh, who would have ever thought? Yep. 
Yeah, they they are plus ten thousand. By the way, still nobody believes in them. Yeah, I mean, but it's just they keep winning every night. I, I checked some kind of social media, and I'm like, Verdugo hit another walk off, or <laughs> is somebody else going crazy. So it's it's insane, really, how they're doing. <laughs> All right, don't overuse the catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's but it is crazy. This shows you how much this can change. I, I do find it interesting, like the that like you have like I think he's had they're one of the three teams you have in that weren't yeah. in the top ten last. Am I, I I'm nailing that right? There was three teams. Might be four. Might be four. Yeah, uh, I think nine, uh, nine, ten, seven, and four are all different. nine, ten, seven. Oh, seven wasn't in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Four. All right. All right. Well, the Red Sox, the Red Sox, are one of them are, are one of them. And and by the way, like I said, plus ten thousand. So clearly, you know, some people think this is a fad. Right now, as we sit here, as we sit here, this could change when you're listening. Uh, they had won five in a row, and they are only. I, I thought they were going to get waxed by the Blue Jays in that series, but they're they're sitting here heading into the last game again. If once you listen to this, you'll know it, it'll have changed one way or the other. But a half game out, they've they've actually the whole ball of wax has come together for them. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I would never of all the teams that were going to creep into your top ten last week, they were going to be the last one. I would never have thought. By the time we recorded this, Evan, yeah, Red Sox, you you you're with me because the other teams I could see. No, yeah, definitely. They they just came out of nowhere. They remind me a little bit of the Mets of last year, which is why I like them because they have like that never say die. They can come back at any time. seems like never, uh, there's never a lead that's too like insurmountable. So it's just crazy. Well, there you go. And now most importantly, forget about wins, forget about standings, forget about any other stats. The fact that they are in the top 10 in your power rankings, that is the biggest feather in their cap. All right. What number nine? Yeah, so number nine, I had the the Mexico City Miracle guys. I had the <laughs> the San Diego Padres who just exploded in Mexico City with that altitude. So they you have could have made a case. It's funny because they're the team, Evan, that is it's hard at this point in the season. You you look at their record and say, Oh, they don't deserve it, but if they're so talented. You just kind of yeah. know they're going to figure this out, right? I mean, this is a, yeah. in other words, they're a power rankings nightmare. Yeah, definitely, because they're starting to get all their guys back. I mean, Tatis was obviously another huge piece that they just got back. And I mean, watching that series in Mexico City, it was insane because it just felt like every five seconds there was another run scored. So it was like, this is great, but this is also terrible for a pitcher, you know? <laughs> His uh, well, I saw the over under. I saw the over under for the last game was, I want to say like plus like 19. It went it went way under, whatever it was. It went way under, but it was it was crazy. And so. Yeah, I mean, hey, they took advantage of it. And, by the way, excellent celebrations. As Ellen Adair has come on the podcast and said, and this I'm not even talking about like their home run celebration, but she nailed it. She said, we are in the golden age of home run celebrations. Yeah. Right? Every, every day I find a new one when I post it on our story on our Instagram or, some, or any of our social media. It's crazy. <laughs> at, at BB isn't boring. Check it out. You've been doing an excellent job, Evan. I'm not just saying that because you're on the podcast yeah. and you're doing the power rankings. All right. What's number, uh, what's number eight? Yeah, so number eight's a team that 
stayed pretty much exactly where they were. I think exactly where they were in last um, power rankings last week, and that's the Arizona Diamondbacks. They just split with the Rangers, but they won the previous two series, and they're scoring like crazy. They got so much talent on that team, and I feel like they're just a young team that I can I can really project will be good even in the middle of the season or the end of the season. I mean, granted, they're in such a tough conference or division, but I feel like they just uh-huh. have I think, yeah, I, it's they they are lumped in with some of these other teams that are off to good starts who I really, really like, and I think they're talented enough to hang in there. But the problem is, Evan, when you hit that first bump in the road and sort of we're seeing it, if the Pirates are going to be able to sort of get over this bump, you hit this first bump in the road, does that send you down a spiral? Or are you yeah. able to weather it to the point where, okay, now we can add. Now we can add some guys. Um, and spoiler alert, Holy mackerel, three teams in your top 10. We've already named two of them. Yeah. The Red Sox and Diamondbacks. Three teams in the top 10 at plus 10,000 to win the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> really, I'm really looking at FanDuel's odds when I make these picks. Make sure I make some people some money. You, know? you, are, you are absolutely <laughs> making them money. I mean, one of these things are going to hit. Uh, yeah. So I was actually looking up Red Sox to make the playoffs because their over-under at the beginning of the year was like, 74 i'm like you can think they stink but that's low so yeah. uh but diamondbacks plus ten thousand. so there you go i like that peg so number seven is another team that wasn't in the top 10 last week right yeah and that's the texas rangers they've just they took three or four from the yankees one of two from the d-backs in a super high scoring series they put up 13 runs in that series they're 12 and six at home they got a plus 69 run differential i mean they're starting to really take it into gear and they should. I mean, they were one of the highest paying franchises. Yeah, but they were last year too. I I know. Marcus (laughs) Simeon and and Corey Seager. And by the way, uh, very good chance next week, we are going to have former um, Texas Rangers GM slash president John Daniels on. So he will tell us what's what. Can you tell me where he works now? Uh, That's a no. Uh, He works with a race. He's He's basically one one of the reasons, but uh, John Daniels like he he's built some. He deserves a lot of credit for this group. This that you yeah. are classifying as number seven, and they are a plus forty five hundred. So they still, man, some of these teams in front of them. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, okay, I'm, I'm going to spoil this. This team isn't in your top ten. Yeah. So this team, the St. Louis Cardinals. At plus 3,000, right? So they're miserable, right? They're having a miserable year. What are they? they what are they, 10 and 19 or something like that? Yeah. Um, Probably. They, they have, they are, they have, um, are more favored to win the World Series than the Rangers, the Cubs, the Orioles, the Pirates, the Red Sox, the Diamondbacks. Like, what's, what's happening? Yeah. I think the betting odds is just so tricky because it's like they have such a good core and they have so many young studs, even though Jordan Walker just got sent down, but they have so many young studs and proven studs. I mean, Goldschmidt and Arenado, even though they're underperforming. But I feel like if everybody turns it on at the same time, they could be like cool. dangerous. Yeah, but that's what everyone's – that's what they're banking on. But, yeah. you know, there you go. Uh, all right, what's number six? Who's number six? Yeah, so number six is kind of like a long-term play because they're they're – kind of struggling right now, but I just, I always see them as a playoff team. They're kind of like the rays of the NL because they don't spend much, but they just keep winning. 
as the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. All right. You know, it, well, listen, so it's that division, I think, is up for grabs. It's yeah. going to be really, I would love to see the Pirates just run away with it, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Don't sleep on the Cubs. Don't sleep on the Brewers. And like you said, I mean, even the Cardinals, like they're 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 the they're the most talented team in that division. Yeah. But uh the Brewers are plus two thousand. So it's not like they but they, they came in, I think, as the odds on favorite to win that division this year, don't you think? I think so. I think there's really only one team in the Reds. That's the only team that anybody's like, yeah, no, no shot. But everybody yeah. else, like, they have a chance. So it's a tricky, it's a tricky division. Yeah, well, it's a, I think it's a good spot for them. So uh, that was number six, correct? Yep. Okay. All right. Number five. The so number five coming down from number two because they've played, they've come up against the Tampa Bay Rays and they've really humbled them a little bit, which made me question whether their schedule might have been a little easier ahead of time. Maybe that reflected in their record, but it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. So they still, they still have a stellar record. I mean, 20 and 11 is a lot better than anybody could have projected coming into the year, but I just, I don't know. I had to bump them down because I was like, they're really, they're really struggling against the Rays. And I know they're like a mega team right now, but. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. The Rays are ruining a lot of dreams. I mean, you go back to the White Sox, how, you know, the White Sox have buried, got buried in this hole. Well, they played the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Rays. Yeah. And they lost almost, I think, all but one. Um, but. The Pirates, as you said, plus 10,000. Not a lot of people are believing in them. But Rich Hill came on the podcast, and I thought he said something really interesting. Maybe we can do sort of a separate podcast on this at some point. The Who has the best top three starting pitchers in baseball? And yeah. he said, he said, listen, our guys, they line up with anyone. And you're talking about Keller, talking about Oviedo and Contreras. Now, people would hear those names and like, what are you talking about? Well... I know that Keller had a rough outing last time out, but hey, go look at him. I mean, yeah. it's not that it's not that crazy of a thought, right? Yep. Yeah, so they have they have a really good team, and um, I think they were just so underrated because they've been losing for so long, and they've had the first overall pick. They're going to have it again this year, thanks to the new draft lottery. But they've had the first overall pick so many times that people are like, "Yeah, but like we don't see any success at the major league level." They still get a lot of guys in the minors, so. But now they're proven that hopefully they can continue moving forward and being good. Are you a big draft guy? Yeah. Are yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember being drafted and Dom Smith and all them. That was that was cool. I really I really wanted Kumar Rocker to work out. Now he's with the Rangers. That was such a weird situation a couple of years ago. But yeah. But. Well, listen. I like the fact that you're a big draft guy because the draft is people love the draft. They don't care. I don't care. I know it's not the NFL draft. The MLB yeah. draft is is they're doing their darnest to try to get these uh, to highlight a lot of these guys. So uh, obviously they're doing the All Star game, which yeah. is not a terrible idea. I got a chance to when I was at the All Star game last year. They they make some of those guys available to get a chance to talk to uh, Tamar Johnson of uh, the Pirates. What a great personality! So now you know you talk to him, you follow him. That's yeah. how it works. Because they, listen, I mean the N- NFL. We've talked about this a million times. At least I have. It's it'll never be that way because a you don't watch them. Nobody knows who they are, or very few people know who they are. 
And so when people get drafted, you'll go, oh, I didn't see that kid play on Saturday or Sunday on on TV. And the other part is they're not going to impact the team right away. And it's going to be three or four years. And nobody wants to hear that. Hey, trust me, in three or four years, it'll be awesome. So The best part, though, lately is that some guys, I mean, obviously most of them are three or four years away, but some guys like Zach Neto of the Angels, who just played at Fenway a couple weeks ago, he yeah. got drafted here. So right. they some examples of guys popping up and really making an influence. Well, how about this one? How about this one? Bryce Miller, the guy for, for Seattle who yeah. dealt in his first game, six innings, 10 strikeouts, one run, two hits. He was one of, I think it's one of four or five guys from the 2021 draft who have made the major leagues. None yeah. of them come, came from the first or second round yet. No, yeah. None of them. So, uh, yeah, some good draft talk. Anyway, uh, I, I, I'm glad that I know that you love the draft because now you're a draft, draft expert. We just Everyone should go listen. Courtney Finnecombe did uh, our first ballpark review of the year. Which, by the way, uh, Evan, she, she's been to all Paul Barks but three. One of them is City Field. So you will have to host her when when that comes around. So, uh, but I, I, there's no better person to give you the what's what when it comes to ballparks than Courtney. And there's no better person to give the what's what when it, the draft comes around than Evan. I'm proclaiming it now. All right. Uh, fourth. Number, yeah, so number four. Yeah, fourth is a team that last week you were blown away that I left them off. And oh. they just—they heard I disrespected them. I don't know if Dave Roberts printed it out and hang it in the hung it in the locker room of the clubhouse, but they've just exploded. They swept the Phillies, swept the Cardinals. It's the LA Dodgers, eight and two in the last ten. I mean, just insane. It's. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all, I love it. I love it. You can't help it now. It's in your head. Uh, but uh, I, you knew this was happening. You knew that. This is, you should save, you should frame, like you said, you should frame your first power rankings because it will be the only time you can be doing this for the next 10 years. The only yeah. time that the Dodgers will ever be out of the top 10. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's an, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> no, you can say it. Say it. Guys, yeah, I know. It's in my brain now. They got the young guys. They obviously got Freddie Freeman. I thought Gavin Lux getting injured in spring training was going to be a big deal, but they've seen to just, you know, look past that, and they got of course, of course, Miguel Rojas, who's great. Well, I mean, Altman is Altman is going insane. He's probably up for Rookie of the Year. Might be one of the top guys. He is a top guy right now. Corner Fanduel, the top guy. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's uh it's that was inevitable. That was inevitable. So um, you welcome back into the top ten, Andrew Friedman, Dave Roberts, and the rest of the Dodgers. You're welcome. And come on back in. The water's fine. Uh, all right, number three. So number three, they got – now they're the top NL team I have in my power ranking, spoiler alert, is the Atlanta Braves. I mean, they just – every time you try to be down on them, they just make you not allowed to be down on them. They just keep winning. I mean, they're 6-4 and four in the last 10, 13-3 on the road, which is insane because they have one of the best, you know, home field advantages in the game, and they're killing it on the road as well, so – it's it's they've become sort of the equivalent of the Dodgers where you're just like they haven't figured out. You just feel like they haven't figured out. And with them, and what's scary about it is that you have all these guys, and these aren't like guys, this isn't like the San Diego Padres signing 35-year-olds to to six-year yeah. extensions. Yeah. They have all these guys in their late 20s 
not even late 20s into the extensions like they have their core why they build up around it it's you know what it is you know what it is evan it's insane <laughs> it really, that's insane yeah uh, uh so where are they let's see there oh the braves are, are the odds on favorite right now to win the world series according yeah. to fandle plus 500 yeah so the, what the number two team before we get to the second and the number one team well you tell me first of all go ahead Who, who's number two so number two is the Baltimore Orioles. I believe I moved them up from my last rankings. I think they were five in my last rankings. So now they're two. I mean, seven and three last 10, plus 29 run differential, 11 and five on the road. They're just, they're getting it done. And it's, they don't, they don't, they have such good, like they have such a good lineup and their pitchers are like kind of suspect, but then they just find these guys, their, their relief staff is insane. Oh, yeah, yeah it really is. Yenier Cano from the Twins. I believe he was in a trade on blank. It might have been the uh, the trade they made with the Twins last year for Jorge Lopez. They got him, and now he's one of the best relievers in the game. So they really know how to how to get relievers and get the best out of them. That's the thing is that you look at them, and it'll be interesting to see if they what they do at the deadline. Assuming they they stay in this thing, because there's an obvious need for that team. It is the lockdown. They go out and get the Max Scherzer type. To, to anchor whatever you have. And if you don't, that'll be sort of sad because you have, you have the, you have the number one farm system in baseball, according to most places. Um, yeah. You you already have guys who have come up who can help you that you probably won't have to give up in order to get that pitcher, but just get that pitcher and Kyle Gibson. Good for you, man. Like good for you. Yeah. Grayson Rodriguez going to be a stud, not only because he's a friend of the program, but because he's good. Yeah. But no, just, have- just get get a starter. Yeah, or tricky. I, I heard Giolito might be available if the White Sox keep going down. That could be a good option if he can turn it around. I know he's been a little rough sometimes. But- the White Sox are going to make a run. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> just, just a hunch. Just a hunch. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. Okay, so that was number two. Gradual- Orioles, congratulations. Last, so last week with the Pirates at number two, right? Yeah. And so this week, the Orioles at number two. Who would have thought your first two power rankings, you'd be like the Pirates and the Orioles are your number two team. But that's the beauty of baseball. That's why it's been a great season so far. All right, what do you got for number one? Yeah, so number one, I don't know if they're going anywhere soon because they make teams like the Pirates, you know, look bad. And the Pirates have been so good so far. It's the Tampa race. I mean, they've taken two already from the Pirates as we film this. 16-2 and two at home, 7-3 and three in the last 10. They're leading the league by like a million runs and run differential. They're plus one thirteen, which is mind blowing. So it's crazy. It's now it's crazy. Uh, I will. So they've played a ton of games at home. I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Played a ton of games at home. You start to see some guys get hurt. What Fairbanks, the closer, just went on the injured list, um, but. The, the thing is, is that they, they are a talented team. And it's not only sort of the grit and guile and, and guys you never heard of. Yeah, What we're looking at Wanda Franco is, it's insane. It's crazy. It's all of it. It's, it's, uh, but it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see once they have to start playing on the road a whole lot more. I didn't realize this, that the Blue Jays had played on the road like twice as much as the Rays. So, yeah. 
Yeah, the Blue Jays were a team that once they got swept by the Red Sox, I'm like, I don't know. You're, they're out. They're out of it. Yeah. So th- that's when I saw that. I'm like, I got to put the Red Sox in because they won five straight. I mean, that's just a crazy thing to do at any point in the season, and that will bump you up. I mean, unless you have a total crap record. But Blue Jays, I was so high on them, and then the Red Sox every night have just been exposing them. So I was like, all right, I got to bump them. Yeah, as people listen to this, they, they have, the tables may have turned. But as we sit here, your power rankings, you have the Blue Jays out. And they're – so if I'm going by the FanDuel odds – yeah, the teams that you do not the highest rated teams who you do not have in your yeah. top ten, Blue Jays plus twelve hundred, Yankees plus twelve hundred, right? They're right behind the Blue Jays. Your Mets, your Mets plus fifteen hundred, yeah, Twins plus eighteen hundred, Phillies plus two thousand. So all of those teams. Right now, are are better odds or better are more favored to make it to the World Series or win the World Series by FanDuel's than teams that you have in Brewers, uh, Rangers, Orioles, Pirates, Red Sox. Here's another one that might sneak in next week. There's a lot of teams that are sort of I feel like are right on the edge. Which which one was was the toughest to leave out, Evan? Um, I had like five of my honorable mentions that just like came to mind. I mean, the Cubs were a team last week, but I mean, they lost two of three to the Nats who are supposed to be terrible. You know, the Marlins are decent, but they got swept by the, they, the Cubs got swept by the Marlins and then the Astros lost two of three to Giants, two or three to the Phillies. I just felt like, I don't know. I want to be high on them, but they just, they're, they're the second, they're, they have the second, they're the second most favorite team. By yeah. FanDuel after the after the Braves in the year because it's like you think like hey they're the, they're the mighty Houston Astros they're like the Rays where it's like every year you know they're going to be good regardless of who they are playing and this year I don't know they just keep every time you want to get high on them they just keep going down and then the Twins lost two straight to the White Sox and I know we're big White Sox guys around here but based on you know how baseball is shaped right now the Whites losing to the White Sox shouldn't be really anything to. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, but how about this team, the Angels? So when I saw the Angels play earlier in the year, about mid-April, I was like, oh, here we go. The most interesting thing about this is going to be how much can the Angels get for Otani at the trade deadline. And next thing you know, they're they're knocking at the door into the top of the division. As we take this, I think they're 17 and 14. And yeah. – and and the dream of maybe these guys actually playing in meaningful games, Otani and Trout, is a reality. So, um, yeah. They were so tricky because they're one of those teams where it's like you want to be hopeful and you want to be positive about them. Plus, they like they do work in the offseason. I mean, you get Gio Urshela, you get Brandon Drury. You already obviously have Otani and Trout. So, it's like they get pieces that would make sense for a winning team. But I just – I don't know – whether to believe in them or not, because it feels like tomorrow they could go on a 10-game losing streak. So I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, and then, you know, Marlins are having a decent year. I mean, they're sort of hanging around. The uh, – who else am I missing? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I think people – it's funny that – and I'm looking at these odds. The one that I'm just saying, like, eh, it's not happening, the Giants. Yeah, I, they're, I, they're a weird team. I don't really know what to make of them because it's like they do – have big wins over like the Astros, let's say, and they they did pretty good against the Mets. 
and they they held their own against the Padres in Mexico. I mean, they lost both games, but they looked decent. But I don't know. They're a tricky team because it's like everybody thinks they're going to be what they were when they won 101 games, but then now they're kind of – they're not getting anywhere near that. So, Well, you did an excellent job once again. Excellent job. You're making a lot of people a lot of money. That's all I know. I think. I don't know. Who knows? That's, that's, <laughs> that story is yet to be told. But you're entertaining a lot of people, um, and this is always a good conversation. It's it's fun. I, 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 I've i always hesitated doing power rankings because it's yeah. so, so difficult at this time of year especially. But I think that you've done a really, really good job of 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 really just ultimately weighing prioritizing the vibe test with this. You can't go fully by as we see with the odds. I mean, you you can't just go fully by record. You have to go yeah. by vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like when everybody says when a team's doing great, like oh, this team's different. Like they said that about the Mets last year. Obviously, we haven't worked out, but but it's just like you see a team that's winning when most of the time in past years they would lose and you're like okay that team is somebody i can kind of dream on so do you feel good about your mets i don't know what to make of them cuz it's like we have all the young guys that are starting to produce obviously Beatty came up's doing great alvarez when he's in is looking great our starting pitching is terrible i don't <laughs> we have like one of the worst starting rotations of the league maybe <laughs> i don't know if we should in 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 a free agency we look like we might have one of the best start rotations of the week, and then like two-thirds of it got knocked out before the season, and then the ones that have been there just haven't performed. So, I don't know. They're kind of a tricky team. I don't know what to make of them. Last year, they were so like exciting to watch. This year, it's like sometimes when we go behind, I'm like, all right, I don't know if we're coming back in this one. So. Yeah, it's 2023 Mets, Colin. We're a tricky team, uh, <laughs> and not in a good way. So, so there you go. I mean, there you go, Evan. Excellent job, as always. Uh, anything else? What was your favorite, before I let you go, what was your favorite quote or phrase or thing on the podcast? Because you, you, you do a fine job. You actually have to listen to the podcast, which I'm grateful for. So, But what was your favorite thing, anything? I, I really liked Kevin Gosman on now would be like two days ago's podcast or yesterday's podcast, right? Um, when he was talking about how being a pitcher in the major leagues is like growing a beard. Oh, such a, I was like, you could hear my reaction to it. <laughs> uh, I was like, ah, did you make that up? And so in case people don't know, Kevin Gosman, he says, he says, is, is, as you said, being a major league pitcher is like growing a beard. Everyone wants one until you realize you have to shave. So, which is so true. It's so true. I I will say this. I will say this. So I'm going to try to rattle off the people we had on this week. Um, uh, Jeff Dooley, who I I love that story about guy getting uh, the the chance of the major league broadcasting from double A after 20 years. My dad, of course, who my dad, who goes, he, the real podcast with my dad is, It's him talking about the podcast, trying to get his head around it. First of all, I was like, oh, dad, you listen to the podcast? Oh, I can't wake up that early. I'm like, you can listen to it anytime. And then yesterday, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dad, you listen to the podcast? You get a lot of reaction? Yeah, I, I don't, don't worry. I'll take out that part. Like, what do you mean you're taking out that part? <laughs> but you can't take out, like, the your part of the podcast. Like, I don't like the way that I, li- I list. I heard I was I, I sounded. Like well, that's how you sound. I mean, it's this. It's that's how it is. People yeah. like it. People want to hear from you on your ninetieth birthday. Anyway, 
So uh, that was that was it was only for four or five minutes, but it was good to have my dad on his 90th birthday. Um, then we had on well, we had on um, Karen Check and Tristan McKenzie. So Karen Check was a guy for the Guardians who I really wanted to just because I watched him. I like how does this guy? How is he so crazy? Yeah, I love the the thing about him saying he does backflips when he was a kid off of the mound. That's that was good. But I really like Tristan McKenzie. Like I feel like Tristan McKenzie is a guy. It's sort of of the sort of like there are certain guys in this game where you just hope they are stars because they're such good personalities. I mean, he he could uh, uh, you know it was hard to pin down a certain subject to, to highlight with him because he's talking about playing himself in video games and yeah, that was great. Yeah. yeah. So I get really annoyed about playing my as myself in video games because when I screw up, I'm like, how did I not throw that picture? Yeah. <laughs> but this is isn't that way like, you can relate to that. We can all relate to that. <laughs> what would it be like to play ourselves in video games? So, but he's he was really really good. Um, Bo Bichette and Kevin Biggio, who obviously their dads both played in the major leagues, and uh, I knew that Bo had played tennis or was a what was almost a tennis player. I did find that sort of interesting. Maybe no one else did about this comparing sort of when you're out there as a tennis player, you can't like a coach can't really run up, unless you're a pitcher, I guess, but you know, you're on your own. It's you. It's just out there. You know, you're yeah, not surrounded by basketball players or football players. Yeah. I had no idea in tennis that once you get on the court, the coach can't help you. I didn't realize that was like a before and after thing, but not a during. So that's pretty wild. Yeah, so there you go. We're educating you on tennis, if nothing else. Uh, and I did think that the Cabin Biggio, why baseball isn't boring thing, was really, really good. So, um, and then, as you said, we had on Gosman, and Gosman was good. And I, and when I'm talking to him, when he's talking about sort of like the challenges and the evolution, because we, looking back, I don't know how familiar you are with Gosman about the whole, like, he was a stud, man. Yeah, with the Orioles, he was a uh, he was the top guy, and then yeah, and then he just took that crazy journey until becoming it started with the Giants. I think is when he first. It's crazy. Was. You look at his 2019. He had like almost a six ERA. He was waived, and then you know he's last couple of years he's finished in the Cy Young. But it is a we overreact so much, and so I thought that was a good example. And obviously to integrate, I know they talked to Terry Francona and Cora about the Pedroia thing, and and you were we were barely even born yet. So, uh, but, but it was the 2007 Pedroia is like, should be like at the, on the mantle when it comes to patience with a player. Yeah, I mean, sure. that's it. So, uh, and then, um, then of course we have, uh, I have this one and, uh, and we're storming on into next week, but all right. Social accounts at BB isn't boring. Instagram, Twitter, um, t-shirts. I'm setting yours. We got new t-shirts, Evan. We haven't got yeah. Mets colors yet. We have Orioles colors. We have Padres colors. We have White Sox slash Yankees colors. They're coming, though. They're coming. And uh, why they're making those, we make sure we also have the T-shirts. It's insane. Dash. Producer up. All right, Evan, good job. All right, thank you.